The manager of the Mets, as they take on the Indians again, is Mickey Callaway. Mickey, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well, Mike. How's everything going? Hi, right, Mickey. Last night, first and second. I mean, first, Mats is, is out there still. He's pitching well. He walks the guy. Uh, didn't look too happy when you went and got him. Went and got him, and then Wilson strikes out two key guys. I thought that was the turning point. Then you rallied from there, blew the game wide open, but that was uh, what you got to get out of your bullpen. How tough was it to hook on Mats, uh, considering what happened the time before? What, were you going, what was going through your mind? You know what? Uh, it's always tough to take these starters out. They, um, you know, are, are a very good pitching staff and one of the best starting staffs in the league, and you want to lean on them as much as possible and still be smart about the situations you're putting them in, especially you know late in the game. You know, DeGrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler, Matt, Stroman, that is a heck of a rotation. So you want to lean on them as much as you possibly can and still keep them having success. You know, last night um, I felt like Matthew had done his job. You know, he walked that last guy on four yep. pitches. The two guys that were coming up after him, you can just pound inside. And with Wilson's cutter and his ability to kind of get it underneath that barrel, I thought those were two really good matchups for us, and it worked out with two big strikeouts. And you're right, that was the turning point. No question. We stopped their momentum, and we got out in to hit, and we we put it on them from there. Absolutely. <laughs> Biggest mo- moment in the game and a big performance from Wilson, who's going to be a key guy for you the rest of the way. He really is, and he's been he's been the one that stabilized this bullpen since the All Star break. You know, right when we got him back before the All Star break, you could see signs of it, and now he's taking the pressure off of guys. You know, we went well, uh, a while without a lefty, so we were asking the the Familias and the Caselmans and the guys, uh, the righties, to get lefties out, and that doesn't always work, especially when you got some pretty good ones like Freeman and all and Bryce Harper and those guys in your division. You need those lefties, and Avalon and Wilson have really done a great job. Uh, what have you learned about Stroman, who goes to the Hill tonight in the short time you've had him? You know what? I, th- I feel like this kid's going to step up in big games. You know, I think the the one thing we do know is that he's going to battle whether he has good stuff, bad stuff, indifferent. He's going to do a, the best job he can at keeping runs from crossing the plate. And uh, it seems like he does that. You know, sometimes his pitch count gets a little high, but he's doing it for a reason, and he's an unbelievable athlete. And his whole goal every night is to keep runs from scoring. He's done a pretty good job of that this year. And how about Panics? You know, he's a winning player. He's a guy who killed the Mets once, as everyone knows. He's a guy who's been on championship teams. A uh, smart player and a guy who, you know, comes in, gets the, you know, puts the ball in play, gets the, gets the hits that he needs to get. He's a, a, a guy who's done a good job for you so far. He really has. You know, it's not going to be this impressive double off the fence, but it's going to be a well-placed, uh, hard-hit ground ball through the hole because he takes a good approach. And like you said, he's a winning player. You know, he's going to make all the routine plays. He's going to position himself right. He's always locked into the game. He's going to be able to hit behind the runner if we need to. So uh, we're, we're, we're real fortunate that uh, he, he became available when he did, uh, when we needed him the most, and he's done a fantastic job. All right, let me touch on a couple of these injuries situations anything new on Cano yet Cano uh, took ground balls and took BP today and he looked really good you know obviously it's still a thing that's day-to-day but uh, he's progressing nicely uh, McNeil is um, kind of in the same boat and we're gonna uh, see how he came out of today he took ground balls and hitting the cage as well and make a decision on him on when we want to um, try to do something with him 
And then, of course, we have Lowry. What's up we with have, Lowry right now? Lowry went in a DH in the game last night, right? He certainly did. He's off today. He's DHing again tomorrow, so he's on a rehab assignment, and that's uh, optimistic for us that uh, maybe he'll get back at some point. And then Nemo, another guy that's on a rehab assignment, he played in Syracuse last night or for Syracuse last night and uh, hopefully playing tonight. Uh, would you have Lowry up before, or would you wait till the uh, Rosses expand? You know that I think we want him as soon as possible. Okay, but we're, it's going to be on him when he's ready to go. So we're not going to put any timeline or you know after rosters expand on anything. We just want these guys to get healthy, a hundred percent, to come up and help us out because they can help us out whether they're playing in the game or off the bench. Um, I think that those guys are going to help our ball club big time. Rosario's got his average up to two ninety three now. Uh, clearly, he has uh, really you know you've had a lot of guys who have hit there in this stretch. Uh, Conforto. Davis, we can go down the line, and most of them have hit. But uh, Rosario has really lifted his batting average here and has played even much better in the, in the field. He just seems like he's playing more alert baseball. Yeah, he, he's more locked in. He's very more alert, like you said. And I think he's embracing this leadoff role. You know, we're going to have a decision to make when uh, McNeil comes back. Does he, um, because, does, he, does, he, does he get on base enough? He doesn't walk a lot. So does he get on base enough for you to bat leadoff? Or it, you know it, what? He has since he started hitting leadoff okay. when McNeil's been out. So okay. that's kind of what I'm looking at. You know, he came in that first day and went, what, I don't know, four or five hits in the first game he let off and then just kind of been going from there. So we have some decisions to make. I know McNeil would like to hit second. He's talking so about would you that put sound, Rosario, <laughs> McNeil, and then Alonzo? Would you go one, two, three with those three? I think that's something that uh, we have to think about. You know, I don't think we can lock ourselves into anything because who knows how people are going to be going when that time comes. But that's something we need to think about. That would be a pretty good, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, you know, right, left, right, left. Yeah, and then Conforto behind Alonzo, absolutely. Exactly. And then Ramos has been hitting, too. He's really been a good steadying influence there. And his defense, I'd say it's quieted down. Is that fair? Yeah, it's quiet, and, and that happens when, when you start hitting at the plate. <laughs> but uh, I tell you what, he's done a fantastic job of preparation. He's really working on that low ball and has been stealing a lot of strikes down there as far as the, the matrix go. Um, and his preparation for you know game planning has been outstanding. So these pitchers are really buying into Ramos. He's caught you know, 90% of our games since the all-star break. And we have the best uh, record in, in major league baseball. Nobody uh, has been hotter than Davis for you guys. He's hit, I think 400, the last 30 games. So, I mean, he has been on fire, a lot of big hits, a lot of the power, a lot. Of, I mean, looks, he, he's been as good as you could have hoped for. Yeah, he, he's been as good as anybody in the league, uh, like you since you said, for the last 30 days or whatever, and especially at home, for some reason, at City Field, he is I think he's hitting 400 for the yep. season at City wow. Field. I mean, it, it's just off the charts, and it's a lot of And he's homers. got a lot of power, too. He does, it, and it, he takes a good approach. You know, he can drive the ball to right center to center. He'll pull a ball, and he lets the ball travel. You know, he, he lets the ball travel. He hit a great slider off of uh, Bieber last night, who has a very, very good slider for a homer to dead center. That's just a tough thing to do when you're, when you're a hitter, and he, he does it well. How about playing the Indians for you? Yeah, you know, it, it's fun. You know, I get to see some of those guys and to, to see, uh, you know, Tito and those guys in the dugout over there. You know, they've had a lot of turnover since I've been there. There's not a ton of pitchers that are the same. Um, some of the younger position players that were young when I were there are still there, obviously. They're but, still uh, winning, though, you know. They're still winning. They, yeah, they, 
I tell you what, they they win. They've got a great culture over there, and it's all about winning. Yeah, I tell you, they still win. They do they do a heck of a job. They really do. And you guys have too. You know, you're into this part of the schedule now. Indians, Braves, Cubs, good teams. Lot on the line. Your fans are there. The stadium's loud. I mean, this is what you, this is what you you hope for. This is what you sign up for. Your team's responding to this pretty well. It really is, you know, and I know we had a lot of expectations coming into the season, and and you always have those. You have that excitement, but these players have stuck out the tough times, and you got to give them credit for that. You know, I think what we're seeing here now is the culture that Jeff and Brody envisioned in spring training is really starting to take over in this whole clubhouse and and this whole Mets atmosphere at City Field. It is electric here. I mean, I haven't seen anything like it. Even the Indians guys were like, holy crap, this is unbelievable here, what you guys have going. And, you know, I have to credit Brody, the front office, and Jeff. This is what they envisioned this ball club could be, and I'm glad that the, we're performing like that for them. And I tell you, when Alonzo does something, the place goes absolutely nuts. And, you know, when and he hit that ball last night. I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it almost got to the wall because that ball, it looked like he got it off the end of the bat. Yeah, he he has tremendous power, and he's a superstar. You know, everything he does just oozes superstar, and the fans understand that. You know, he he doesn't do anything intentionally. This is just who this guy is. He just goes out there. He's himself. He gets everybody pumped up, and, man, can he hit. Yeah, he can. And and you can tell, you know, quietly, maybe even without even – uh, doing it consciously, this is his team. I mean, you can kind of tell it's his no. team already. You know, I mean, yeah, you could tell it even like earlier that. in the season, but, you know, they're going to go as he goes. He's the big man. You can tell already. Hey, he, he's he's the next David Wright. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and I mean, his powers, I mean, the guy's already got 40 home runs this year. I mean, that's a <laughs> heck of a... I mean, think about it. The guy's a rookie. Like, I mean, rookie, yeah. he's already got 40 homers and almost 100 RBIs, and he's he's got a month to play. Yeah, you know, when I look back on his minor league season last year, it's hard to fathom how he only hit 36. Yeah, I, can't I mean, believe he didn't hit 70. I mean, the guy might hit 50 home runs this year. I mean, that's, I mean, it's, imagine that as a rookie, a guy coming in and doing that. I mean, it's almost, you know, Piazza was that kind of slugger where, you know, you didn't, you know, every at bat you thought he could hit a home run. That's how it is with this guy. You know, oh, there, no there's doubt. so much excitement around his at bats, it's unbelievable. It really is. Uh, the place goes nuts when Pete Alonso comes up. It is, and you know, it. And you're right. The fans, the way this is on, that has unfolded this year, with the troubles you guys had, and the way you've gotten so hot, you can tell how uh, how excited the fans are, and how much your places. When even when it's not full, it's loud. I mean, it's always yeah. loud. Now you got a loud building there now for you know that they have to deal with every night. And you know what? It helps our players. There's no, there's a reason we play well at home, and especially lately, these fans have been unbelievable. They, they're out of their seat almost every pitch, and it gets loud. It's fun. You know, it's uh, when you look at this pen now, uh, and and the different faces, the different names, and how many different guys you've tried, and everything else. I know it comes back to Diaz, but you are trying to try it, trying to try, uh, use other guys in different spots here, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I think we have to. You know, we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to the team. We still owe it to Diaz to put him in spots to help get him going because I still believe we have a lot of this season left. And for us to get to where we want to go and get into the playoffs and succeed in the playoffs, 
we need Edwin Diaz to be one of our main relievers and pitch in huge spots. So we're going to pick opportunities for him to get going. We're going to continue to try to win games with Wilson, Lugo, Familia, who now who is pitching a lot better. Um, Brock's been solid. We're going to continue to do whatever we can at the end of the game to win games. It doesn't matter about roles. But we're going to pick spots for Edwin to continue to try to have more success so he can help us out when we get to where we want to go. Do you think the only way he gets back to where he was is by having success? Is that the only way it works is by him just going out there and having success? At this point, I think that's exactly uh, true. We have to get him going, and for him to feel like he can do it, he's going to have to have some success. You know, I'd like to see him throw 15 innings the rest of the way and be lights out. How has he handled this uh, this year? I mean, this is you know he's been a center, he's been a you know a focal point of this whole season. He's gotten a lot of you know criticism. He's been booed. He's had to deal with all the expectations. How has he handled this whole thing? He's been fantastic. He only wants to win. You know, no matter what you say to him, he's like, I just want to win. I'll pitch whenever you tell me to pitch. And it's the bottom line is winning. I've seen him give up, you know, come in for a, a, a three run save and give up a homer or give up a couple runs. And if we win the game, he has the biggest smile on his face. And most relievers are not like that. Um, he has handled this with class and he works his tail off every day to get uh, going in the right direction. How about Matt's right now? Are you to a point now where you feel that Matt's has matured, has turned the corner? You know, but when this season started, and he and I talked about this in spring training, where he said, I just got to get away from that one inning that's killed me. He seems like he's done that now. He seems like he has settled down and matured where he doesn't get beat by that one inning now. Yeah, I, I feel like he's getting closer and closer. You know, last night we really trusted him. We sent him back out. He did walk the one guy on four pitches with the guy on, on second. But the bulk of his workload, especially since the All-Star break, has been, been fantastic. And he's earning the trust of his team. And we feel like when Matt goes out there on any given night, we're going to win a game, and he's going to give us a really good chance to, to do what we want to do. Well, you, you know, you, you're sending a good pitcher out every night now. I mean, that's the key. I mean, yeah, you, you know, that, that's the one thing. You, you, you got to be very, you got to be confident about your rotation right now. Yeah, and you know what that means to me is if you have a little bit of a bad stretch, that bad stretch isn't going to last very long. Because when you run five guys out there that can put out a fire, you feel like, okay, well, okay, we lost tonight, but tomorrow we have a chance. You know, there's not that spot in the rotation where you go, man, we got to win tonight because the next couple of days might be tough. We just don't have that, and that's a good luxury to have because most teams don't. Is it too, because this jumbled and how many teams there are in the National League on the wild card race? Is it too early to start playing scoreboard? There's just too many mathematical equations, right? I mean, there's too many. Yeah, teams. I mean, there's just. Too many it's just too many possibilities, right? I mean, you can look at Washington in front of you or, or look at somebody in your division, but there's just too many possibilities right now. Yeah, so everybody kind of leapfrogs everybody on any given day. If you win, two other teams win, two other teams lose, and you almost stay the same. Um, so we just got to play good baseball. We got to continue to play baseball like we have since the first half. Since the first half, and if we do that and continue that pace that we've been going, I like our chances. I think we're it's, ahead of everybody. I was trying to figure it out. Now, this is tricky, but I'm looking at it. I think it's going to take 88 to make the playoffs. I, 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 that's there's, 66 is the high number right now. Washington's got, Washington's got 68. Uh, Chicago's got 66. You have 65. Philly has 65. 
I'm thinking somewhere north of of 85, so maybe 87, 88 to to make the playoffs, which would be like 23 and 14, something like that the rest of the way. Somewhere around there is probably what it's going to take. Yep, and I think we've gone 25 and 10 since the All-Star break, so if we can keep up that pace, we're going to be right where you're talking about. All right, Mickey, keep keep up the good work. Thanks. All right, Mike, thanks, Mark. Mickey Calloway, uh, the Mets tonight. Stroman uh, against the uh, Indians this evening, game two. Uh, they play the Indians tomorrow. Then in come the Braves. Then in come the Cubbies. And the Mets right now, 65 up, 60 down. The Washington is 68 wins. Cubbies are 66 wins. Mets are 65 wins. Mets have uh, 37 games left. I think it's going to take 88. That'll be 23 and 14. He just said they've been 25 and 10 their last 25, their last 35. So I think it would take maybe 23 and 14 to get there. 88 wins, I think. Back after this. <laughs> 